Blog Talk Radio. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. Every decision on trade, on taxes, on immigration, on foreign affairs will be made to benefit American workers and American families. We must protect our borders from the ravages of other countries making our products, stealing our companies, and destroying our jobs. Protection will lead to great prosperity and strength. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. I am your voice. So to every parent, who dreams for their child, and every child who dreams for their future. I say these words to you tonight. I am with you, I will fight for you, and I will win for you. To all Americans tonight, in all of our cities, and in all of our towns, I make this promise. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. God bless you, and good night. I love you. Unfiltered talk and the hardcore truth. Mega, mega, mega. 
Potter, thanksgiving to the Rory Sodder Show. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day to everybody, wherever you may be. If you're in the United States, you're overseas. Um, I hope you all are having a, a blessed day. I hope you all have had a great week. We have not been on the air since Thursday. Um, the last couple of days I haven't been feeling well, so I um, – and, you know, there's just been a lot going on. Uh, I apologize. We uh, needed a little of a, little bit of a break. Uh, we, um, we plan to do, like, three shows this week, though, uh, like, we, like, we, like always, like we usually do, three shows a week. Um, and, uh, you know, we have a, there's a lot going on in the media, a lot. I mean, it's, it's been over and over. I mean, there's just it's every day, every second, there's a new headline, new article, new controversy. You know, it's it, it's just it's big. You know, right now there's all these huge things going on, um, and there's you know so many different places to start. Um, you know, I I want to you know uh, again um, we're gaining more audience every time every show, so I want to thank my viewers all over. You know, it's not only United States but international as well. So God bless you. Thank you all. Um, and remember, uh, please visit uh, my store, the DonaldJTrumpStore.com. Again, that's the DonaldJTrumpStore.com. And you can find amazing, uh, authentic, creative uh, Donald, Donald Trump merchandise, President Trump merchandise. And uh, it's like not, nothing like anything you've ever seen before. It's so unique. Um, and it's, you know, very rare, uh, very customized, very cool. I also have MakingChristianityGreatAgain.com. Again, that's makingchristianitygreatagain.com. And that's a re- religious-oriented merchandise and apparel site uh, dedicated to President Trump. And there's a lot of really cool, unique designs, uh, you know, and, and creative. And, and I, you guys will all enjoy that as well. So be sure to check that out. Um, I want to – I have a caller on the line. Gianni from New York. You on the line, my brother? Yeah. How you doing, man? Good to hear – good to talk to you. Doing great, man. How's everything going? Things going so far so good. Terrific. So tell me, so, you know, obviously there's a lot bothering you, brother. I mean, you know, you and me are both on social media. You know, I'm about to pull up these Kanye clips in a second, uh, you know, uh, of him at TMZ. And now they're trying to paint him crazy just because he wants to speak his mind and speak Mm -hmm. the truth. So that's what the liberal left does unfortunate but that's what they do when you're not in their cult mm-hmm. when you're not in their freaking circle when you're not on their plantation anymore they come out and call you mentally ill or they try to say oh there's something wrong with Kanye oh Kanye's not in the right state of mind don't listen to him I mean the left is freaking out yeah I mean it, 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 it's one of those things it's humorous like this is this is freaking humorous. I mean, it, 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 the, the way the left's reacting. I mean, they. I mean, the, 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 some of the name calling is out of control, but how much they are panicking. I mean, they are panicking. Mm-hmm. They they see a mogul. They see a mogul like this, who is a debate arguably, and this is debatable. That the greatest artist of his generation. I think he is. I've been a Kanye fan since two thousand four. Um, I've always, Kanye has always been, he, he's one of my top five favorite artists of all time, but 
you know, you, you put this whole thing into perspective and you see all these people that idolize Kanye West and this is sort of waking up the black community. It really is. I'm, I'm seeing all this, this mm-hmm. progress and I'm even seeing Republicans gaining all this momentum in the midterm polls just within the last week. Yeah. Um, you know what, you know, it's, and I, I'm going to tell you, brother, um, as far as Kanye goes, man, I just hope it's life because I know I don't know if you saw the 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 controversy about you know the Crips calling out you know putting the uh, yeah Crips supposed to be Snoop you Dog, know saying hey Snoop Dogg's cousin yeah Snoop Dogg's friends yeah Snoop Dogg's cousin and they're like hey fuck Kanye up when if you see him they got something they got something on his head and now the cops have to you know, watch out for Kanye and everything when he goes places now. And I'm like, man, that's scary. And I'm like, I believe, you know, with Snoop Dogg, you know, the Democrats, there's a connection there. So we need to watch out for Kanye to make sure his life, because this is what they do to every black leader that wakes up. Wakes up. Promise yep. you this is what they do. This is what they did to yep. Martin Luther King. People think Martin Luther King wasn't killed because he had a dream. Martin Luther King, if you read his last speech, Martin Luther King was killed because he was calling the administration out, the Democratic administration, saying, be faithful to what you told us on paper. He said that, so he said, be faithful. He was like, if you're not faithful, black people are going to have to work on its own and be with, it, be with itself. He was killed a day later. Uh, um, uh, Malcolm X, when he talked about and exposed, you know, the liberal Democrats and how, you know, they use black people for their own purposes. He was killed two days later after that. So whenever a black, high black person that has enough power to change the mind of black people uh, comes out as a Republican or uh, freeing black people of their thoughts, it always comes that they get shot for some reason or they get killed. And this always happened with Abraham Lincoln, JFK, and I'm, I'm telling you. It's always been that way where they're going to attack someone that has something different from their uh, their agendas. Oh, it's, it's absolutely 100% true. And it's, it's disgraceful that just be, and, and Kanye is spreading something that is so enlightening and insightful and important for this world, the, the free thought and free speech. I mean, he... He's doing, he's, cha- he's being revolutionary. I mean, this is a revolution. He's creating a whole revolution. I mean, Kanye is, is a very smart guy. He's not just a rapper. Yeah. He's, a business, he's a business owner. He's, he owns several companies. He's almost a billionaire. He's self-made. I mean, the, the, the guy, you know, for, for anybody to have any sort of God, goddamn nerve to call him crazy, they need to look in the, in the mirror, seriously. Mike, Mike Zolo, you just joined us from New York, from uh, New Jersey. What's going on? I know I want you to respond, though, Gianni, as well. But what's going on, Zolo? What's up, man? How are you? What, what's up, uh, Gianni? How are you, man? I'm very well, very well. You can. Uh, I'm sure you've been saying, but I'll comment. Yeah, go ahead, Gianni. Do you have a response, real quick. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, you know, like, you're exactly right. Like, I I don't see how it can be crazy. Like, I just do not understand. Like, I'm just sitting back, and then I'm like, how can people not see how the reason why so many black people believe what they believe is not because they actually believe. That's because they're they're in the cult. Like, like, there's a a saying, I forgot who said it, uh, being black in America is being a part of a cult. Because if you don't think like other black people, then they're going to murder you, they're going to kill you, they're going to attack you. 
and that's what's been that's what's been going on all the time. People think that a bunch of white people comes and they just you know kill black leaders. It's actually people in their own organization that kill them. Mark, Malcolm X wasn't killed by you know some white supremacist. Malcolm X was killed from somebody in his own group because he changed his mind uh, of how he saw togetherness in America when it comes to, like you know white and black because. You had uh, him starting off saying, you know, white devils. Then all of a sudden he goes to Mecca and he sees white people can be Muslims too. There's white Muslims. Oh boy, let's change this. Let's go to the to togetherness. Let's stop focusing on you know division and racial politics. And then look what happened. He, he's getting killed. And that's why I think we need to um, really. See what's going on in America when it comes to Kanye, you know, and then Candace, you know, and then Chance, I know he, you know, he punked out or whatever, things like that when he came back with a tweet. But, I mean, it was, it definitely showed black people that, hey, you don't yeah, have Chance to be a Democrat. Man. Yeah, I'm like, yo, you don't have to be Democrat. Like, that's what I love about what he said. And then you see all the other people. T.I.'s next. You know, I know he's now struggling. It's hard to believe because he is the most worst rapper when it comes to politics ever. But I believe T.I.'s next and is going to keep going because you got T.I., you got Charlemagne sitting down with him, you know, and now black people are starting to open. When I'm looking on Twitter, uh, on Facebook feed, black people are starting to say, you know what, Kanye might be right, or Kanye might be right. Now it's happening where black people, this is the first transition. It's like, hey, no longer I have to believe this. Now I can investigate whether I'm going to believe something else by myself. Then it's going to go, you know, until we're black. You're going to see black people start to see what Trump is doing. So that's what I believe is going on. Oh, yeah, 100, 100%. Go ahead, go ahead, Zolo. You had a comment. Of course I do. <laughs> so um, to be very clear, uh, I, I just want to first off, I want to say, I, I applaud um, what Kanye West is doing. Um, obviously, I don't expect, you know, Kanye West to be as right wing as me, but I am extremely right. happy, uh, you know, that he is leaving. You know, he is he is he is he is speaking for free speech and he's defending free speech, and he's kind of, you know, leaving the Democrat plantation, uh, if you will. Now, the the thing that I I always say is. I just, I just, and I, and I know this gets a lot of flack from people, but like, this is a great thing. Do not get me wrong. This is, this is, could be the start of something very big in the black community, but you saw it. You saw it with your own eyes. Chance the rapper, he came out out of nowhere to support Kanye. And he said, you don't have to uh, be black and vote Democrat. And he got so much heat. The next day he wrote this, this, you know this ten page, this ten uh, paragraph, five paragraph thing, basically calling Donald Trump a racist, and he would never support him. This is what we're dealing with. When Kanye West leaves the Democrat plantation, he is excommunicated by the left. The left will never ever stop. The left is vicious. They are animals. They are like zombies. They are coming for blood. They are not our friends. So I am not trying to be a, a negative person on this. I am proud what Kanye is doing and standing for what he believes in and not what everybody else believes in. But the fact of the matter is, just yesterday I made a tweet about um, something that Kanye said with slavery, and I said, today many blacks choose to be mental slaves to the Democrat Party. They keep voting Democrat, yet nothing changes. I got so many comments 
by black people and liberals that you would be shocked if you read them. So it's going to take a little more to get a lot more black people out. I think this is a great start. It's a great start. But there are a lot of people, man, and they are gone. Their brains, I don't know if their brains are just, you know, completely gone, but we're going to need to work on it more because Kanye West has started it, but we got to, there needs to be some more. There needs to be something else because Chance the Rapper, what he did, he could have had it going more, and then he bowed down to the left and he surrendered, and that 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 was not a good thing. But overall, no. it's very good what Kanye is doing. So I just want to be clear. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Go ahead, Johnny. Oh yeah, I was gonna say uh, two things. Number one, I like to go back to what I heard Tommy Lawrence said. We can't go too much into Kanye. We have to remember that Trump was elected for the forgotten voice of the people, you know, like middle-class America and jobs and immigration. This is what that was all about. So we can't get right. too caught up into, you know, Kanye West, and whether he likes us or not, or this celebrity, because it's never been about celebrities, even though that is a real important thing when it comes to overturning people's thoughts. But we have to make sure we focus on what we really elected Donald Trump to do. Um, number two, um, I would really say that I believe that when we, in the black community, I believe when we see certain rappers and certain black celebrities start to turn and they start to say, you know, oh, I support Trump or, because I believe all of this, I believe by 2020, all of this is going to change. And like Chance the Rapper, I believe, it's all about sales. See, that's the reason why, you know, 50 Cent and all these rappers, is because they, they, they know if they support Trump, they believe that their sales are going to go down. They believe nobody's going to listen to their music. They, it's all about the money. They don't, it's not that they really don't like Trump. It's that, oh, if I support Trump, nobody will watch my TV show like 50 Cent. You know, 50 Cent used to say, oh, I love Trump. He used to take pictures with him and everything, and then he comes back. And then, you know, he's acting like a hypocrite now. It's because he wants people to watch his new TV series, Power. And he knows if he, quote, unquote, betrays the black community, that's what's going to happen. So it's most of these rappers and black celebrities, they know, they believe, even Kanye West said, he said, I say what they say when the mic is on. So he's telling you what other black celebrities or possibly other uh, any nationality celebrities, what they're saying when the mic is off in that rap he made. This is what they're talking about, but they're too scared to say it because they're scared of their the, the backlash of their fans, the backlash of the black community, and the backlash of uh, the economical uh, hurt that they could receive after it. Oh, 100%. But I also Absolutely. think that we have, to, we have to understand what we are up against. The left is, is they, are, they are vicious. The left in this country, this is not the Democrat Party that it used to be. Not that I would agree sure. with, you know, Democrat policy. It hasn't been since JFK. Left. Sure, right, exactly. Yeah, JFK, you know, was the last reasonable one. I mean, I guess you can say, right? I mean, if JFK was a, alive today, he'd be a conservative. But, but yeah, I mean, that sure. was the only last Democrat. I mean, they're all worthless. But go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, you're good. So, So my point is simple that, Kanye is that he has a big voice and a big following. 
But we have to remember, we can't jump the gun on this. We have to remember how long, you know, blacks and minorities have been voting for Democrats. It's a sad truth, but it's true. You know, 98% of blacks voted for Obama. I mean, that is, that is, that, that, that is something that Hitler couldn't even get. Okay. And they fixed elections in communist nations. So, so I think it's a big thing, but we have to understand what we're up against. We are up against a vicious left-wing anti-American movement movement. These people are Marxists. They run the media. They run TV commercials. They run ads. Everything they're going to push now is going to be racism, racism. You think we've seen a lot of racism attacks recently? Oh, my God. Wait now. Wait till they start seeing that Kanye West and more black people are opening up. Now you're really going to see the race card being used. The race card, you think it was overused before? You wait. You watch. The left in this country is radical as hell, and they will not stop. They are coming for blood. Believe me. Watch. We all say, oh, the race card's overused. It's not going to work anymore. I'm not saying it's going to work. I'm just telling you it's going to be used. You watch. Mark my words, and you watch how much the left is going to pull the race card, and they're going to do it in every way they can. You watch. The midterms coming up with all the ads and the commercials and and all the uh, rallies and everything. You watch. These people, once they see a big, uh, big-time celebrity like Kanye basically have a Trump hat on, okay, this is a big deal to them. This is the left. They are, they are rabid animals. I, I don't mean that in a funny way. I'm being serious. The top, the people you, in, the, in the, you can call it the establishment. You can call it whatever you want. The people who run the left in this country are coming for blood, and they want nothing but to stop conservative and to stop Donald Trump. That is their main goal. No matter how they get there, they will do it. They are prepared to bring this country down. Mark my words. You know what? Uh, He hit it it right on the head. I mean, that's that's the whole thing about who we're facing. We have to know our opponent and know our enemy because we think they're just, oh, you know, they're just soft, you know, soft little, you know, whatever. No, like right. no, they're not. Exactly. I'm not talking about the supporters. Like they're some, they're smart people. They know exactly. These are the same people who were the Clintons had people killed all over D.C. You know, uh, uh, they they got the guy. You know, uh, she, she got rich. shot in the back. Yeah, that stuff rich that. But in the '90s, when the guy was rolled up into the carpet in the middle of the woods, you know, where they said, "Oh, he committed suicide." Rolled rolled himself. Oh, right, the right, right, right. Come on. Yeah, give me a break. Come on. But here's the thing. Vince Foster. Yeah, that him. Yeah, exactly. And this is the same people that has this. So I saw a picture of Kanye, you know, people saying that he's in the sunken place. Have you seen the movie Get Out? It, that's where it comes from. I'm like, the whole movie, like, the, oh, my gosh. The freaking writer even tells you. It's not about not marrying white girls because the freaking – director is married to a white girl. He tells you in the interview about the movie that it's about uh, uh, liberal Democrats at this time. And I'm not saying he's a Trump voter either, but he said that's what it's about. The whole movie is based on, ooh, black people are in fashion, or oh, I love black people. Oh, these are quotes from the movie. I would have voted for Obama a second term. You know, and the whole thing is about keeping black people down, keeping black people on it, giving them like, ooh, you see the people that in the movie, there's a bunch of black people working on the plantation. Guess what? They have yeah. nice rooms. They have food. They have respect. Yeah. They have free clothes. But guess what? They're still slaves. 
and that's the thing they're not waking up about. And then and, that's and, the whole movie. It's expo- it's exposing the liberal plantation. That's what it's all about. And to say, listen, to what they're doing. And if black people wake up, the Democratic Party is toast. Because if that vote in any way, the black vote in any way changes, there will be no more Democratic Party in office. I promise you that. If they lose, if they lose ninety percent, over ninety percent of the black vote nationally, then they are screwed because they haven't won the, the white <laughs> yeah. vote uh, since the sixties. Um, but exactly. Here, here, real quick thing, Gianni, and, and we just had our special guest call in, uh, Maria Espinoza. Uh, very good to have you on. Um, she is immigration visa expert. She's a national director of the Remembrance Project, which honors and remembers American and illegal residents who have been killed by illegal aliens. So, Maria, thank you for coming on. I, we really appreciate it. It's an honor to have you here. Um, oh, hi, Rory. Thanks quick, so much for having me. Of course. Real quick, though, Gianni, I just want to respond to you about the Get Out, the Get Out movie, which I saw, and – you, you describe that perfectly, because if you look at the, dot, the Get Out movie, the dynamics, it is Democrat plantations. It's white people that are controlling the blacks. It's these, exactly. it's these rich white people. And look at, look at the setting of the movie. Look where it's based. Look how it's filmed. I mean, that's exactly uh, plantation, you know, picking cotton, slavery. I mean, that's exactly what it was – I mean, basically showing. I mean, that, that's, that's what the movie was narrated off of. And I don't think enough people understand that it was poking fun at Democrats and what Democrats were known for and how they, were, how they treated blacks. Because if you heard, yeah. if you heard like, you know, which, which really found, it struck me weird. There was one part in the movie, and this, is, this movie, you know, anybody that hasn't seen it, any of the audience, it's, it, it, it really tells, you know, about – it explains the plantation thing easily. But the, the white father says to the black boyfriend, just like, you know, I don't know if you recall this line, Johnny. Man, I would vote for Obama for a third term if I could. Yeah, Man, that's I awesome. love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just randomly, just randomly spurts that out in the movie. Just, there's just all this type of stuff, and, and that's just one of many things. But the whole, you know, voting Democrat, thinking Democrat – and believe it or not, Obama. I mean, he he made the black. I mean, we all know. We all know he made the black community worse. But in a lot of ways, Obama was a is a plantation owner. The way he was doing things, it was really no different. The Democratic Party today is no different than it was in the plantation days. Obviously, it's more subtle. They're not, you know, beating slaves. They're not holding them on farms. You know, in the U.S. at least, uh, overseas, this stuff still goes on. But the Democratic Party today is still all about control, controlling your health care, controlling your welfare, controlling the way you live, the way I look at the theory. Yeah, and, and, they, and they, they, they tag at black people's emotions. They know what they're doing. Because in the movie, you remember, I'm pretty sure you remember this, remember the teacup part where she was, like, hypnotizing him. And she would, guess what she was doing? Bringing up his past about the, his father. Did your, did your father love you? Your father killed your mom and raped your mom. What did you do? Did you sit there? How do you feel about that? And then he was crying the whole time, and then she says, sink. And then he sinks He sinks in his soul, and that's what they do. They bring up, well, look what white people did to you. Remember slavery. 
remember this right here, remember that, remember this, remember that. They bring up so much stuff, and they're like, they get black people into their emotions, and they're like, oh, my gosh, slavery. And then you can never move forward because you're so focused on your past, and then you sink into your soul to where you just sit there, and you're like, okay, I can't go anywhere. All I have to do is just stay on this plantation because if I go out, somebody's going to get me. And that's the whole point of the whole socialism agenda. It's like scare people from actually going out and working themselves and keep them on the plantation, basically. Well, Gianni yeah. and Rory, I did not see that movie, but, um, you know, the illegal immigration greatly impacts the black community. Oh, it oh, does. Yeah. It takes away their jobs. I was just reading an article about that the right. other day. And Maria, you know, it's great to have you on. You know, I really want to talk, I want you to talk about a lot about what you're doing. You're doing a lot of great things. Um, obviously, this illegal alien thing is a big problem, especially these caravans that are coming in packs, and, uh, you know, they feel entitled. They're, they're playing with border security, trying to jump the fence. And we have all this crap going on. I mean, I know it's been going on for a long time, but, you know, it, it's, it's really getting to a point where it's, it, it's you know, beyond overload. Right, and uh, to the point before we get on to that, we have a friend in Houston whose father built their home from the ground up with all black labor, and now his mom can't even find anyone um, black who could work on their home. I think maybe the electrician was not um, um, a black um, individual, but, you know, here we are. uh, Americans can't even find a job and put food on the table and take care of their, their family. You know, it's all by illegal aliens. It is very difficult to find construction workers, um, American construction workers, because for decades this is what's been going on. But, um, you know, as you know, Rory, we were originally from Houston. My husband, Tim Ling, and I started the Remembrance Project in 2009 and it just happened yeah. to be over the sanctuary city policy that we learned about uh, after the killing of Houston police officers, Henry Canales and Rodney Johnson, different incidents. And um, right. Rodney Johnson's widow filed a lawsuit, and that was kind of what intrigued me of why a lawsuit was warranted in this type of in-line-of-duty death, a former legal assistant and I was just curious, and there was, we learned about uh, sanctuary policies that make illegal aliens untouchable. So, you know, we just set out to try to um, right a wrong, and here we are, find ourselves right in the middle of this presidential election, and, and still a huge topic. Um, and in our minds, it's very simple, because we're talking about the lives of Americans are at stake here. You, you jobs, yes. You know, we've got the drug problem. We've got our children's future, our resources, our welfare system, you know, being drained by um, illegal aliens, and yet we're not taking care of our veterans, our elderly who put into the system all their lives. And, you know, we've got millions, 90 million Americans out of work. So... Um, you know, we're doing what we can. We open up an office in Washington, D.C. Um, we've had very good meetings um, last year um, with Attorney General Jeff Sessions and um, John Kelly and the State Department and just trying to raise awareness and expose the fact that um, Americans are second-class citizens in our own country and their the government's fundamental duties is to 
protect our country, protect our borders, and these politicians here in Congress in that that deep swamp um, absolutely are unwilling to place Americans first. Yeah, I mean, you could you couldn't have said it any better. Um, and I know my my co-host definitely around to respond, but I I just want to say oh, something yeah. real quick. Um, you know, this is amazing what you're doing, and you know how many um, how many families and you know different people have you? You said you said you've had the you started this business. What year did you start this business again? The organization was started in 2009, and it was over the discovery of sanctuary policies, and we wanted to expose, um, raise awareness of what was going on. And we call it an epidemic of killings of Americans all across the United States, and every border is a border state. It's no longer just Arizona, uh, Texas, New Mexico, California. Every border is a border state. And we're not, we're not, I mean, the, the the word killing, I mean, we're talking about they're killing our jobs, they're killing our people, uh, literally, they're, mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're raping, uh, you know, innocent women, they're, I mean, there's, there's drugs pouring well, in, I mean, there, there, there's that's, that's all these uh, sex Absolutely. trafficking. The, the drug, the, the um, you're right, the opioid crisis is huge, um, and the uptick tremendous in the gang activity and the membership and you know Obama created that that whole border crisis and the UACs the unaccompanied children I just still call them minors um, and they didn't even have to prove their age um, you know now those gangs are recruiting from those UACs, UACs that were here and during the couple of several years back during the state legislature, um, the uh, president for the Laredo sector, the Border Patrol Union in that sector, came up and testified in Austin, and he stated during the Obama administration that the border agents were told to allow illegal aliens with 40 pounds or less to pass, let them go, and Coyotes with six illegal aliens or fewer told them to pass. So this has been going on for decades, and it worsened during the Obama administration, and our border agents were basically changing baby diapers. Jesus. Yeah, we're we're in a bad, bad situation, y'all. And, you know, look, at I'm here in D.C. right now. Virginia, New Jersey, New York, all of these areas um, on the East Coast here, all the way up, you name it. Um, Bad MS-13 gang violence. And as you heard President Trump during the State of the Union address where he mentioned the two teenage girls who were butchered with the machetes and being with baseball bats. This is common. These are animals that we're allowing to come here and we're giving them, like you mentioned, the caravan. You know, they should automatically be disqualified by the mere association that they have with that uh, border, the countries without borders. You know, their intention was to try our laws because they don't believe in borders. That automatically disqualifies them. They, they should be turned around at the border. I believe they allowed maybe 24 in um, 
as of today. But you know, this this is something that our Congress is is um, is, is to blame. Um, and I think that President Trump is doing everything that he can. I mean, let's be honest. He's got the entire Democrat Party against him, most of the Republicans, the fake news, the Mexican consulate who have opened up centers of defense all across the United States and funded it with $50 million. So, you know, it's important that you, your listeners, I know you all are doing a great job. Um, your listeners yeah. need to continue calling the White House and the representatives and call across state lines. Obviously, our representatives don't care about borders, so why should they care about zip codes? Right. You're at, you're absolutely you're absolutely right. And I, I know Dolo and, and Gianni. I know you want to respond. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, sure. So, um, in my in my opinion, I, I've been in politics for for years, and um, I put foreign policy on a separate uh, issue. For me, illegal immigration is the biggest threat to our country inside our country right now so Mm -hmm. um the thing with me is you know a lot of people always talk with their emotions you know everyone oh oh we have to have big hearts we have to let people in see i'm a hardliner on immigration the way i see it is illegal aliens in this country i'm not saying all but many of these illegal aliens come in this country they go on the government dole they suck our benefits dry Okay. Many of them don't even try to assimilate. I mean, uh, you know, I've been in the restaurant business. You know, a lot of these guys, you know, some of them, you know, they work hard and everything. That's great. You know, they don't even try to speak English. They don't even, they don't even learn. They don't even, it's as if they just come here that, you know, put it this way. I had been in the restaurant business a long time. Three of the uh, illegals that I've worked with, they go to one of the bosses asking if they don't have to pay social security uh, tax anymore and they use a dead person's <laughs> social security number I mean this is you have look, these illegal immigrants are, are, are decreasing wages they're killing jobs in factories restaurants constructions they're, they're lowering mm-hmm. wages, ma- wages massively and let's be honest we always hear about Kate Steinle and Dominic Durden and they're great Americans and they, and they got killed by illegal aliens but I hate to say it there are only two that we always hear about. There are so there. Are, I have a website that has listed all of the illegal aliens that have uh, all of the Americans that have been killed by illegal aliens. And if anyone saw the amount, their brains would be shattered by the amount. It's insane. So would you agree with me that that illegal immigration in America right now for the past 20 years is at such a rate that it has to be completely stopped? And is it, it's the biggest problem that we're facing in our country right now? Well, you know, the, the you're right there that there is um, the illegal immigration can ruin a country very quickly. Let's look at what's going on in Europe. You know, I won't even travel to Europe anymore. Um, and, Me neither. No, you know, thank I, you. Radical Islam. Right. I, I just right. I have um, no interest. Um, um, but um, yes, illegal immigration has to stop. While our borders are open, Johnny and. You know, our U.S. Constitution is being shredded. Atmosphere, environment out here in the United States is very right because of the political correctness. And for decades, you know, the left, the liberal, communist, Marxist, whatever, all of them together, socialists, um, they have been working toward their agenda. Us here, normal Americans, now we're called conservatives, um, have been raising our children, paying our taxes, you know, making sure that we minded our own business, trying to be a good neighbor, and 
all the while sort of not really awake of what was going on. And you kept being pushed and pushed and pushed. And that line kept um, pushing us right up against the wall, and it's about to push us over the edge. Um, So right now that's why um, we are absolutely not for any amnesty. We weren't any before, but uh, we refuse to support Chairman Bob Goodlatte's H.R. 4760 bill because it was an amnesty for DACA recipients. And the the second conversation we had with them, we had a two-hour meeting with them. And not him personally. I've met with him personally before, but with his general counsel, one of his attorneys. Um, And, you know, they asked, well, have you changed your mind? No, absolutely not. Have you changed the bill? Have you removed the amnesty for DACA recipients? They said no, because we have to do something for them. We have to protect the DACA recipients. Why? And I said, Why? wait a minute. You you have to protect American children. If you want to protect children, it's American children who they you want have the to protect. Yeah. The Lord. Democrats want the votes. And remember, the Republicans, U.S. Chambers of Commerce, the hotel restaurant industries, they want to get funded their re-election campaigns uh, to fund their re-election campaign so they can come up here in Washington, D.C. and swim in the swamp. They could jobs and get the perks and be treated like royalty. But this is not what our country needs at right now. So your listeners, it is important to, like I mentioned, to let Donald, President Donald Trump know that you support him, that he must continue placing America first, and let these legislators know that we have to slap them back and tell them, I'm not literally, but I mean, we just keep pushing them back and letting them hear from us so that they're not thinking that they can just skate on through and give another amnesty, which they're trying to do now. Um, and regardless if Speaker Paul Ryan stepped down, the establishment will bring up another one. The only person I feel would be fitting for America would be Jim Jordan because he would work with President Donald Trump. And, and that's really bring, important. But we also have to recruit among our own people, our own conservatives, and bring them, identify them, nurture them, and stay with them to get them elected. And you know what I – what really needs to happen, and, and, I, and I've been saying this for a long time, and, um, you know, I, I, Maria, let me, let me first get your thoughts. I my personal strong opinion is Jeff Sessions lacks a lot of things. I think he lacks a lot of what needs to be done. I think he's in over his head. I don't think he's the right guy for the position for for numerous reasons. I'm not. I'm, uh, he's done a few good things, but there's also things that he has. You know, he's you know, not other, strong enough. Other people, yeah. other people would have been all over. Like I always said, I wanted Rudy Giuliani as Attorney General because I know Rudy would have took care of business. I don't know. They were a sanctuary city when he was mayor. <clears throat> you know, I, I actually wanted Chris Kobach to be, and he was one of our, he was our MC actually in 2016 and spoke at our ladies' luncheon uh, just a few, several months ago in November here in D.C. But, yeah, so I, I think, um, but um, I don't know, maybe we Let me get your a, thoughts, though. Know, like do, you think, do, you think Jeff, do you think Jeff Sessions has done enough for illegal immigration, or do you not think he's doing enough? I would like to see him be stronger, and I would like yes. to have seen him support ICE Director Thomas Homan, who is you know, wonderful, 
who is retiring now, unfortunately, um, prosecute these elected officials under Title VIII, Section 1324. We just need to prosecute one and make an example out of that elected official. And you have these examples. Look at the look at the prick that got away with killing Kate Steinle, that jerk off that got off, um, and you know walked free, and that was all right. a political stunt. That was a political, exactly. was totally political base. Just and then the then the defense defense lawyers tried to rub it in the family and Trump's face. It's disgusting. It is disgusting as a, as a grossly, grossly miscarriage of justice there. And I thought for a while there that Attorney General Sessions was going to go after the perpetrator. And according to the U.S. Code, that individual would have received 10 years for each felony because he was an illegal alien. That was wow. seventy years in prison, but it, it didn't it didn't happen, and and I was and, and disappointed here, with that. Yeah, go go ahead. Okay. You you I, I didn't want to disrupt well, you, but I just wanted to say something. Well, Sorry. Um, I was going to say also that the judge in Oregon should have been prosecuted for uh, assisting aiding and abetting the illegal alien who escaped through her door chambers. Um, through chambers, um, judge's chambers door, while the ICE agents were waiting outside in the hallway to arrest him. And then we have the Oakland mayor. Nothing was done to them. We we just need one elected official. We were really pushing hard to try and get him to do that. But um, what was her happen. name? Schiff, Libby, Libby Schiff, or something? Shibby Lift? What, what was yes, her name? Schiff. Uh huh. Right, yeah. uh, Oakland Mayor Libby Schaff or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I, something like that. But I, I want to add, you know what disgusts me is, and, and I, Arizona, I'm, I'm going to tell you something because, you know, I, I know a lot of these statistics. Um, Sheriff Joe is a really good friend of mine. Sheriff Joe, I'm, I'm helping him out with certain things. I'm helping him out with, with Senate campaign, and he's been on the show uh, many Great. times. Um, okay. and I, well, tell him I, hello I for out, me. He knows us. I would, I will. Oh, you met him? A few times, yes. Okay, I will, Maria. Yeah, I was just at his office on uh, Friday, so I'm usually at his office once a week. I'm helping him out. Um, but he's a great guy. Great. But he, he, you know, he's one of those people that this is was his number. This has always been his number one priority: illegal immigration. And, mm-hmm. and you know, Arizona is a way safer state. I say today. Because of Joe Arpaio, I mean Maricopa County uh, is one of the largest counties in the United States. It, it's either uh, number four, it's either the fourth or fifth largest county in the United States, Maricopa County, of which uh, Sheriff Joe served uh, for 24 years. Okay. Now he's running for the U.S. Senate, which we're very excited about. Right. Real, he'll win. He'll win. Um, but anyway, um, getting back to that. The prison system and the jail system down here, according to statistics, I mean, there's 20, you know, 20 to 30 percent, you know, of illegals in the jails down here. I mean, Joe, mm-hmm. you know, you know, even even made it clear uh, many times that illegals in his jails w- were a big problem, and that's and right. That's and that's that mirrors the federal, I mean, pay, federal having tax having right. taxpayers be responsible for that's disgusting. 
Well, I'll tell you a little story because I met Sheriff Joe for the first time in 2011, and I gave him a white paper. At that time, I didn't know that he was just about to start um, having the prisoners, I think, pay for their own food or work for their food somehow in that way. And in my white paper, I actually set that out because they should work. They should be um, given a certain credit for their work, not money, so that they could pay back the taxpayer. Um, and you know, they, they don't get all the recreation, no cable, no libraries, no legal library. Um, they can order a book and they can bring it in. But um, all, I, I forget all what I had in there, but um, I, I think we are uh, certainly like-minded. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 100, 100%. My, Mike or Gianni, I know you want to respond. Well, yeah. Uh, what I want to say is the bottom line is illegal uh, immigration does not stop. What California looks like will be the whole United States. And I'm, and I'm getting a little sick and tired of, of people on our side who are just impatient. Look, I want the wall to be up tomorrow. But the bottom line is Donald Trump can't do everything, okay? You have this Congress, this Republican-controlled Congress. We have the friggin' House and the damn Senate, and this man can't get these people to move their asses. And you know why? It's not because they're incompetent. It's not because they're just slow and lazy. It's because many of them are leftists. Look, Jeff Flake, John McCain, all these people, they are rhinos. They are fake conservatives. We are conservative nationalists, and we also – and Trump also – okay, Trump also has to fight the left, the Marxists. These are pure Marxists on the left. So people have to understand, Trump can't just say, hey, build the wall. Trump can send the National Guard to the border, which he's done. Trump can end many executive um, order programs that Obama has done. He's done that too. So everything Trump can do on his own on, on trade, illegal immigration, he has done. But at the end of the day, if Congress doesn't, for example, Trump has repealed uh, pieces of the catch and release policy, but he needs Congress to pass, uh, to, to, to pass something different to replace it, you know, whatever, the, you know, there's certain steps to these things, and they haven't done it. Catch and release right. is ridiculous. What right, Johnny. They have Congress to close those. Joke. Yeah, they have to close those loopholes, and that's um, exactly. really important because the memos can only do so much. And he has tried. President Trump has asked General Mattis for a list of those military bases that are not in use, so that the government can use them to detain these individuals and not bring them into our interior where they disappear, and only three and a half percent or so uh, show up for their court appearance but you know this look at what mexico did they should those um, migrant that caravan they should have stopped in mexico that was the next friendly or safe country um ordering wherever they came from whichever honduras or el salvador but um, they should have stopped at that contiguous country but they didn't obviously because they were coming here to make a point and the mexican government it's very complicit as well. So just because these individuals get our um, officials in their country, look at the Honduran ambassador for the U.S. was ordered 
to walk in that caravan. And then you had the Mexican ambassador to the United States embassy here um, lying, I mean, flat out lying on Fox News. Look up Geronimo Guterres. And he said that if they, meaning the migrants, had a legal avenue in which to enter the United States, that they would do that. Now, that's a complete lie. My dad was born in Mexico, came here the right way, and millions of Americans, um, legal immigrants who are here, um, came in the front door. So you can add these other officials from these countries as liars also spreading this fake information out there and um, you know the people watching the fake news believe it well that was Fox News but I I don't know I didn't see the entire interview so I don't know if Brett Baer challenged him on that I certainly hope he was very um, stern with him on that because that was a complete lie Um, but you know look look at all that we have up against us but um, look at Donald Trump won the presidency when he never was even in in the final running. If you had set set up all 17 candidates and said who you know put him in line, who you think is going to win? Oh, you know Clinton was supposed to win. Clinton was supposed to be the nail in, in the or the stake actually in the heart of America, but yes. uh, Trump I mean, disrupted remember, that. And now we're we're, we're seeing now that that. Go, oh, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I wanted you I'm to I'm just saying that just we're, saying we're seeing that that revolution that you know President Trump has talked about California. Well, that revolution is going all around the United States because you know it's in our DNA, guys. You know we're scrappy Americans. We're not giving up. We're standing up, swinging. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what's what's funny is. You know, I don't know if you recall, but on like a, the day before election day or on election day, the New York Times had Hillary Clinton with a 97% chance of winning the election. I mean, just, mm-hmm. just the, 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 like how ridiculous they sound. And I wanted to go back to what you were saying. You know, with all these illegals pouring in, feeling entitled, feeling like America owes them something, it's a big slap in the face to all the people that came here and did it the right way. And I've said that for so long. And, you know, it bothers me so much because you look at all of these people that, that bust their ass and have came here from all over and, you know, have, have done it the right way, worked hard, became a citizen. Then you got these other people that are just mooches and just don't want to, you know, they don't care about the system. Like they, they just right. want to, uh, you know. We're a nation with a history of immigration, and I just want to make that clear because we're not a nation of immigrants because I'm not an immigrant, probably not an immigrant. So I think that the left has done a very good job in skewing what really, uh, uh, you know, the definitions are. We're a nation of legal immigrants. And, um, you know. They get that mixed up. they try to use they try to use that um, you know the, the left. You brought up a good point right there, and they try to use that. We're a nation of immigrants. I hear that from liberals and the left all the time. Like it's some crutch they use, but you know they they know that what these people are doing is illegal, but they're still enabling it, and they still think it's okay because they think sympathy and they think you know they're not thinking with laws. They're thinking more with 
you, you know, with their heart, but they don't know what the hell they're talking about because a lot of these people that are coming in aren't even being vetted properly. Well, they're not, hey, and that's why Trump, President Trump needs to have that extreme vetting, and it needs to start yesterday and review everyone who is here. You know, you, you if you guys saw that video of the mother who was a human trafficker with a few children, they were crying when she was being taken away. Well, you know, we had a presentation a couple of weeks ago, and uh, actually we have about three, four more coming up in, in Texas as well. Uh, but, um, you know, one mother, Julie Golvach, whose son and only child, Spencer, who was an entrepreneur, 25 years old, he built out his little guitar shop with his own hands, you know, those jobs that Americans won't do. You know, he built out every little private room, and he had about four rooms in his guitar shop, had and employed nine people, and three. And he, took th- uh, um, he was handling three jobs. And he took his girlfriend out for dinner one night, was waiting at a stoplight, and an illegal alien pulled up beside him. No provocation whatsoever. No no words, nothing exchanged. The illegal, illegal alien shot Spencer in the head. Yep. And like Spencer's father says, um, he blew his brains out, and this just obviously devastated Dan and Julie, and they still can't get their heads wrapped around what took place, but... Julie said, "You know, where's the cameras? You know, the cameras aren't yeah, like watching where are the Democrats her and her the Democrats. Yeah, like the Democrats never talk about all this stuff, all these no. stories. What about these innocent families that lost their children, like you're describing? CNN never brings that up. CNN wants to act like illegal immigrants are perfect angels. Right. We try to put out." Um, spread all of them because there are so many families out there right now we're still trying to help out a family whose daughter was stabbed over 39 times and trying to get this illegal alien out of venezuela you know we've got kendrick owen who was just walking to school with a friend mowed him over Uh, another david benton walking across the street illegal alien high on coke and drunk severed his leg and this, drove this around very, a little is, bit with his body. I mean, the list is on and on, never ending. You know, so and, and Maria, um, you know, and Maria, this this go all goes back to, and this and this anywhere, you're, people are not safe. I mean, this you never know. Not like, safe, right? It's scary out there because the fact that we know that illegals are walking free, and that illegals are, you know, a lot of them are criminals. There, there's there's good there's some good people that are illegal in this country, but well, they they shouldn't be here illegally. But there's a lot of bad right. ones, and you know, and it's, but, it's scary. Right, but Rory, look, the southern border, the entire southern border is controlled by the cartels. You owe them something. That yep. you know, and, and and anyone who crosses illegally, I don't know anyone who would enter <laughs> another country. Illegally, yeah. so that's a very yeah. questionable character, um, you know. And also, I'll tell a story that um, you know, just like Spencer sitting there at the traffic light, which all of us have done, how many times a day, and just get Jesus. shot in the head for absolutely no reason, or driving home. Um, and look, Louis Sullivan up in Omaha, Nebraska, ninety-three-year-old lady. 
raped, sodomized, beaten to death. She yep. lived for about yep. a day and a half until she drowned in her own that. blood. An 18-year-old illegal alien came up from Mexico through Houston, got a job through a San Antonio roofing company in the country six weeks. A roofer in her neighborhood. How many times do we see these illegal aliens in our neighborhoods, landscaping, roofing, construction, driving around with their, you know, trucks with their equipment? I'm very careful. I mean, when I'm in Texas and actually here too, you know, I carry a gun on my person. Um, you know, so uh, I don't, yeah, leave, I don't leave a room without it. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I know how to use it. Um, and 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 look, we have the leftists trying to take our guns away. You know, we're we're going to be completely defenseless. So, you know, that's what I want people. They want to. They, they're trying. To you know what's. The- what the left wants to do is they want to turn us into a London atmosphere, ban knives, ban guns, like that little guy, that little, that, that, that Muslim mayor, man. I mean, he's a, he's, I mean, that guy is mayor, that mayor in London, I've never seen anything more evil in my life. I, you know, I thought Trudeau was bad. Jesus Christ. Right, right, right. Well, yeah. um, listen, gentlemen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to let you all go. It's been a pleasure, but I just want to leave you with a thank you for being a voice out there as well. And I just yes. direct people to our website, theremembranceproject.org. And I think Google finally stopped suppressing our website, you know, search for our website. So people were complaining about that. So thank you all <laughs> for being out there. And, you know, Twitter is tough on our followers and people who retweet. Uh, we don't even have that many followers, but evidently if some of our friends were retweeting our tweets, um, they suspended their, their account. So evidently they know that we had a great impact and we're, we're a voice for, you know, what, trying to correct what's wrong and save American lives. So, um, you know, just I ask for any, any donations of any amount if you, if you feel inclined and you like our work. Uh, so, but um also, Rory and Giovanni, thank you yeah. so much. And God bless you all because God has had a big hand in our, our work and in this country, yeah. what's going on. I truly believe it's very spiritual, and we have experiences that we can share at a, another time. Now, 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 real quick, now, just before you go real quick, your thoughts on, you know, when you brought up, when you brought up, you know, leaving us defenseless and you think like that Democrat playbook, I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, they, they want to let illegals in, and they want to take people's guns away. I mean, think about, think about how, I mean, and people, can you believe that? Right. You take a look at what the communist um, uh, book has uh, set out, and we're there. They've accomplished it. Just check market. You know, the LGBT, the, in the schools are, right, and the Zelensky's too, yes. Um, you know, check market health care they've got it erase our borders you know um you know um, ruin everything um that's traditional our history you know the family you know and and there it is all checkmarked they're they're accomplished the only thing they have to do is try to get back the white house um and it's up to us to make sure that our representatives darn sure know that we're serious and we've had enough and they're not getting away with it but we have to run for office because I can tell you being up here in Washington D.C. and thinking that some are 
thought that you were, you know, fighting for the same thing and on your side, and they're not. So it's worse than you think. Um, and I yeah. guess that's all I should say about that. But we have to replace them and be very careful on um, even um, some of the groups, you know, what they say behind closed doors or when not many people are listening or watching. It's a different story. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we, it was a pleasure having you on. Um, and please name name your website. Um, give all your information to the listeners that they can reach reach you, uh, donate, you know, all that good stuff. Um, it, it was it was such a pleasure having you on. Thank you. Well, thanks, Rory. Thanks, Giovanni. Yes, our website is www.theremembranceproject.org. The Remembrance project.org. We still have our DACA, no DACA, no deals petition on there. If you'd like to go ahead and sign it, because we do deliver those um, signatures to the White House, um, please do sign it. And uh, again, pray for us, pray for our families, pray for our country, and God bless you both. Yes, and thank you so much. And real quick, before you go, last thing. Are you are you are you dealing with or, or hearing about any of the you know, there's certain cities in California that want to get out of the sanctuary. Um, oh yes, yes. You, you know, situation. Have you been following that? And I know you because you're working yes. heavily in that in that area. Right, and um, yes, we have a, a great sit coordinator out there, and Robin Vitson, and with We the People Rising, and Raul Rodriguez with our America First Latinos, which we started over three years ago now, and. Okay. Um, According to them, what I hear, and I just got an email from her this evening, they had another win in Costa Mesa, yay. And I think they're up about 16, 18, and maybe by the end of, the, by end of next week, about the 8th or 9th, because there are several other um, municipalities who are going to be voting um, on what opting out in that We'll probably push it to about two dozen, which is great. So that revolution that President Donald Trump mentioned is going on in California. It is, and um, Robin has been very good. And also Jeff Schwick with the San Diegans for uh, Immigration Enforcement, I believe, um, is doing an excellent job as well. In fact, Facebook um, suspended their their account for the event that they were holding to counter the caravan. Um, but since people complained, it's back up again. But I think that Facebook is going to be eliminating conservative groups off their social media platform. So we're going to have to find another way, um, you know, to reach people. And I think it's just the old-fashioned way, emails and get on our website, you know. So, so yeah, they're doing very, very well. We never gave up on California, and I love working with them, and, and they're just excellent. Yeah. I, I think we, we can't, we cannot give up on California. Okay, absolutely. Very last thing before you go, I just want to see if Gianni or Zolo have any last questions for you. Um, I think everything she said was uh, basically perfect. You know, like I was saying before, you know, my um, my grandfather was a Puerto Rican immigrant, so immigrant to New York City, and he worked hard, and he created his own cuchifritos, which is really Puerto Rican food in New York, uh, in the Bronx, had his own restaurant, and he worked hard, you know, and he came here believing that for the American dream, 
Um, you know, but I believe that what the what the left is pushing with this illegal immigration, it's all about power and politics. Because if you look in the past, Clinton and Obama, and um, you know all these Democrats, they used to talk hard on our immigration. Um, and all of a sudden now it's like they're so soft on it and they're saying anybody can come in. So I would say it's all about power. The Democrats really don't care about immigrants. They just want they just want votes to get power again. That's all that is. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Hi. Zolo? I just want to say deport them all, build the wall. That's what we need. <laughs> build the wall, exactly. All right, gentlemen, y'all you have a go. great night, and thanks so much. All right, for you too. Thank you, thank you, Maria, for coming on. It was a pleasure. You have a great night. Uh, we'll I'll be back on soon. Take care. All right, thank you. Bye bye. Maria Espinoza, everybody. Very good to have her on. Uh, she was a great guest. Got a lot of good insight. Um, you know, she's doing a great thing with the the, the Remembrance Project. I mean, you know, all these families you know, lose their spouses or their loved ones or, you know, children to uh, illegal aliens. And, uh, you know, it's uh, something that is an epidemic, something very scary in this world, in this country that, you know, I'm glad it's being, you know, addressed and, and you know, it's a really good thing she's doing. So we're, we're, we're very happy about that. Um, you know, you guys, I want to play, I want to play a clip. So we're talking about Kanye earlier. I want to get back to that for a second. I want to play uh, Kanye's clip when he was in the TMZ studio yesterday. Uh, hold on one second. Let me pull it up real quick. He was in the studio telling everybody, you know, and I, you you got to hear this guy. This guy, I, he has a perfect point, but the left is giving him shit because, you know, they, they don't understand. They take everything in the wrong context. Um, give me one second. I've got to pull this up. Let's see here. Okay. One five. Zolo. Yeah. It's actually What's loading up, real quick, but but uh wait, hold on, here it is, here it is. One four.
Um, was he talking? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear the first half. Was was he saying he was uh, taking prescription pills? Gianni, could you hear it? Yeah, I heard it. I heard it a little bit about you know like things are changing and not believing everybody, everybody, what everybody told you to believe. I saw, I heard that part, but yeah, I went Zola. I could really couldn't hear the first part of it. How, how like how how much of the first part did you miss? Like both of you guys, like two seconds. Just a, I just, just heard just a the couple middle. seconds. How, how much? How much? How much do you think you guys missed? Like, did it cut off for how long? No, it, so didn't, it didn't cut, cut off. off. It was just very wasn't low. Clear. Yeah. How long? How long though was it clear for? Literally like a second. Uh, ten seconds. Oh, so you didn't hear the whole thing? Weird, because I played the entire clip. Jesus Christ, that is very odd. Um, what did you guys hear? I, I heard something about, like, prescription pills, and then, and then I heard the last part, which was good. He was saying how um, this country's, like, you know, drugged out and screwed up from the media, which he's totally right about. And the amount of pills that doctors give, it gets people addicted. So if that's the point he was making, then I, then I heard that one. Here, I'll play it one more time. I'll play it one more time. Okay. It was talked amongst my camp, like, yeah, he's popping, yeah, he's popping pills, right? So when he handed it to me, this he said, you know this is used to kill genius, right? So I didn't take it. Two days later, I'm in a hospital. I was taking two pills a day at that time. When I left the hospital, how many pills do you think I was given? Seven. I went from taking two pills to taking seven. So the reason why I did not, why I dropped those tweets and everything, because I was drugged the fuck out, bro. And I'm not drugged out. This, these pills that they want me to take three of a day, I take one a week maybe, two a week. Y'all had me scared of myself, of my vision. So I took some pills so I wouldn't go to the hospital and prove everyone right. We are drugged out. We are following other people's opinions. We are controlled by the media. And today it all changes. More clear? Yeah, a little bit more. Okay, so you guys got that that time. Yeah, basically. Okay, so you're, I mean, he's he's making the point. I mean, the point the point here is, you know, he's telling TMZ, you know, Mike. Wait, hold on, I'm getting Dolo back on real quick. Dolo, yeah, you back that. on? Yes, sir. Did you hear the entire thing this time? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it wasn't it wasn't fuzzy this time. No, I I heard it. I heard it. Uh, overall, um actually I just found this out that he was um on pills and stuff, but he makes a a I like I like how he talks and how he, you know, he's kind of himself and everything. But he was like, he was like, you all got me scared of myself. 
with the pills. I don't know what pills he was talking about. Are these are these opiates though? So here's here's what here's what happened. So in 2016, he was tweeting out his support for Trump, and people were giving him backlash. And he was apparently taking, you know, uh, he was having nervous breakdown and taking pills and had to check into rehab because he couldn't deal with being himself and saying how he feels. But now he's sober as can be, and he feels comfortable more than ever, uh, you know, being sober and, and saying how it is, how it is. But at the time of the, when Trump won the election, he got all this criticism when he came out and said he liked Trump. So he went into like a nervous breakdown because all the backlash. Oh, so now he has a free, his mind is free. Yes, exactly. And he he was sick and tired. He was sick and tired of being so, you know, caught up in the closet, you know, stuck in the closet and stuck in the whole, you know, situation where he couldn't come out and say how he really felt about the whole situation. Well, he's right though because he said where he he basically he was saying like we're all drugged out, we're all we're all um, being told what to think by the media, and he's basically saying we have to start thinking for ourselves, and that is a great point, and that's a solid point, and that is um, just that alone, just that alone, without mentioning Trump or anything, he gets killed for it. So the left has just they are just after this guy, but um. But I like I like his style. I like his be free, think what you want to, you know, think how you want to think, not what everyone else thinks. And how can you complain with that? How can you, how can you knock him for that? You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. Johnny, it's go ahead. Shocking. I said it's just shocking to me how much of a con. I mean, like. This has been going on ever since Candace. He tweeted, "I like how Candace only thinks." It started with just, "I like how yeah. he thinks." He didn't say that he was some, you know, big patriot or anything. He didn't say any of that. All he said was he liked how Candace only thinks. And then you see this big like controversy over for like a whole week or or so now, where we just continue. I mean, you can't even scroll on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram without seeing something about Kanye West and Trump. I mean, like, it's it's so funny to me. Um, but to add, you know, to uh, what Zola was saying about uh, what Kanye was saying, I think that he, he finally woke up. I really think Kanye woke up, you know. Like, people like to say, hey, you, are you woke or get out and all this other stuff. I believe somebody flashed the camera at him. And you've seen, you seen the movie, Rory, so when I say flash the camera, you know what I mean. You know, uh, yeah. so he actually started. Yeah, he actually woke up to what the truth is. And it's right. I, I seen that TMZ interview, actually. I, I, I didn't remember that part. I remember when he was talking about how he had, uh, I think it was liposuction or something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, he said he had it because he was trying to please everybody else. Everything was for, for people. And that's the thing where it's like this slave mentality. It's like everybody has to think the same. But Kanye is saying, listen. We don't have to agree with anybody. We don't have to be be a certain way. And he's saying, listen, and, and there's a part where, you know, that guy, uh, the goofball, what's his name, Van? Uh, Van uh, Jones, the name. communist? Well, no, 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 the Van guy Jones. from uh, TMZ, Van. Oh, yeah, I, I hate Van Jones, too, but, I mean, yeah, the guy from TMZ, <laughs> you know, everybody, everybody shared his video, and like, oh, my God, he's, he he destroyed Kanye West. 
But nobody shows the ending of where Kanye West, when he responded, he was talking about businesses and he was talking about free markets. And that's what is ultimately going to save, you know, when it comes to the, the black community and not just the black community, but America and its free market. Free market. And that yeah. is what everybody, yeah, that is what everybody is scared of. And that's why people, it, it's so controversial to see Kanye West because he has such an influential role. They're like, we cannot let this guy speak conservative principles. We cannot because if he makes this make sense, we are toast. The Democratic Party and their social elite are toast. I just kind yeah, of they are. real quick. Yeah, go ahead, Zillow. Yeah, I just I just wanted to say now now just remember Kanye is not again, I have I don't know exactly what his his views are. I'm sure he's not as right wing as me, and that's fine. But can you imagine if Kanye was tweeting out stuff that I tweet? You know, can you imagine if Kanye tweeted out, deport all illegal immigrants? Look at the way this guy's being treated, and he hasn't even said anything that's, like, really contra. Like, what has he said that's so bad? Free your mind. Can you imagine if this guy actually starts talking about policy, where he starts... Can you imagine if he says, build the wall? I mean, look at how the left acts just because... Just because a, a black celebrity says Trump's Trump's my brother, like he's a good guy, it's cool. Like if you're black, you don't have to like stay with the Democrats. You can like think whatever you want and be your own person. Can you imagine if he's actually talking about policy in a in a, in a few months and he's like build the wall? Right. Are you kidding me? It'll be a blood. They're coming for blood. The left is like vultures. I'm telling you, they okay. are our enemy. Here, I want I want to play the clip real quick. Uh, what you were talking about. Um, Gianni, when he goes when he goes at it with Van, you want you want to play that real? I'm gonna play that real quick. All right. And 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 you got and you guys tonight for some reason the clips have been the clips are never fuzzy like every show the clips are clear and for some reason tonight the connection on the clips uh, playing them have sometimes been fuzzy so <laughs> let me know if there's any sort of you can't hear it clearly because. This is this never happens. I mean, this is so, like the clips are always clear. Uh, so, All right. Uh, one, one, two. Feel that I'm feeling. Do, do you feel that I'm being free and I'm thinking free? I, I actually, I actually don't think you're thinking anything. I think what you're doing right now is actually the absence of thought. And the reason why I feel like that is because Kanye, you're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to believe whatever you want. Oh, thank you. World, real life in everything that you just said. While you are making music and being an artist and living a life that you earn by being a genius, the rest of us in society have to deal with these threats to our lives. We have to deal with the marginalization that has come through the 400 uh, years of slavery that you said. Oh, uh, for me. I'm disappointed. I'm appalled, and brother, I am unbelievably hurt by the fact that you have more oh, to something to me that's not real. Bro, you got to be responsible, man. Bro, I'm sorry I hurt you. You got to be responsible. I'm sorry I hurt you, man. bro. Your voice is big. Was that clear? Oh my God. Did you guys hear that? Yes, I heard that, and I want to comment right now. Okay, <laughs> completely. Yes, completely. It was perfect, and I want to comment on it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Ridiculous. Okay. Look, I'm not a black person, okay? That's clear. I'm a white guy. 
but I'm telling you right now, I am so sick of the way these black guys talk about this. You know, they're like this victim mentality. Grow some balls, man. Work hard. Dedicate yourself. Get motivated. Stop blaming the white man. Stop blaming slavery. You don't know any slaves. It's over, man. What are you threatened by? Oh, we're threatened every day. You know, we're living in danger. How are you? You work at TMZ, you asshole. Look, look. Yeah. This, this is what the problem is. You and have that's a all because Kanye's speaking is free thought. Like, just because, you know, and that yeah. guy, Van, who tries to come back, and yeah, it's ridiculous. But this is, this is my point. Kanye didn't even say anything controversial. If I was there, I, I would have been like, you know, you guys, Black Lives Matter sucks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I would have said something that could have actually, you know, caused a debate. Kanye didn't say anything that was, like, so bad. He's speaking his mind. But this black guy is one of those percentage. There's a percentage of black men in this country. Yes, I'm white. And, yes, I can comment on whatever the hell I want. That, yes. that want this victim mentality. They live this victim this victimhood. Oh, poor me. My great, 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 great aunt was a slave. And, and, and my great, great, great grandpa, like, come on guys, grow some balls. It's, it's 2018, man. Stop acting like a punk ass little boy. Get out there, work hard. Don't resist the rest. And I guess I, I promise you, if you don't resist the rest, you won't get shot by the police. I promise. This victim mentality right. is going to destroy people in the black community. I'm speaking harsh right now, but I'm so sick of hearing about this. I didn't own any damn slaves. I don't know who anyone who owned damn slaves, and neither do these people. So grow some balls and stop blaming everybody else for where you are in your life. I'm sick of this victim, right. this left-wing Marxism. This is bullshit. Enough. My, Zola, hold on one second. There's a few more things I want to hear from Kanye. Hold on one second. Sure. Let's see if we played, played this already. Ow. I was on opioids. Hold on. Two days after I got off of opioids, and I was addicted to opioids, two days I got off of opioids, I'm, I'm in the hospital, right? I'm taking two. Hey, everyone listen to this, please. Two days before <laughs> I was in the hospital, I was on opioids. I was addicted to opioids. I had plastic surgery because I was trying to look good for y'all. I got liposuction because I didn't want y'all to call me fat like y'all called Rob at the wedding and made him fly home before me and Kim got married. I didn't want y'all to call me fat, so I got liposuction, right? And they gave me opioids, right? And I started taking two of them and then trying to work on the opioids, right? Then my boy, and I'd always ask my boy, uh, you know, to, to hand me a uh, you know, we on tour, give me some weed, blah, blah, blah. So he had to go give me the opioids, and there was talks amongst our camp, like, yeah, he's popping, yeah, he's popping pills, right? So when he handed it to me, this to me, he said, you know this is used to kill genius, right? So I didn't take it. Two days later, I'm in a hospital. I was taking two pills a day. Yeah, we already, we already listened to that. But I'm, I, um, you know, he, he, he really made a lot of good points going into TMZ. And, you know, they just, they just fucking ragged on him and kind of laughed at him. I mean, there were a lot of people in this. I wish I could play the full interview. It's like 30 minutes long, though. It's not even – but the, the full interview gives this so much more justice. Um, but, you know, I mean, the full interview, everybody needs to watch. 
uh, it's way too long of a clip for me to upload, but it's like 30 minutes long that they didn't even show until like a couple of days later. Um, but yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Gianni. I mean, oh my gosh, man. I agree with Zolo. I'm like, this dude is working at TM freaking Z. Like, right. what? How are you? How are you? Like, it, it, like I'm like, dude. Okay, so you mean to tell me there's all these black celebrities? And I heard a celebrity. I forgot who it was. It was a black person, and it was like, yeah. Oh my gosh, there was a. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm gonna how I'm gonna tell my sons because we're, I'm scared for their lives. It seems the nature and the cops and I, I'm like, dude, are you like, how could you even compare this time to the '60s or compare this time to slavery? You lived through none of it. You have never been affected by slavery. You get to drive around. You get to go to the grocery store without being shot, without right. being hung, without being talked bad to. You get to drive your million-dollar uh, Rolls Royce around. You get to live in this big mansion in California. You like? How could you be oppressed? You live in TMZ, and here's the thing. You are a black man stating your opinion uh, about Kanye, and it's getting shared. Here's, a th- here's that. You couldn't do that back. The slaves couldn't say, "Oh, you know, I'm oppressed, but I'm not really going through anything." You know, but this is what I, how I view on uh, my view on slavery. You couldn't do that. The point that you are at TMZ with a majority of white audience talking about slavery is the fact that we're not in the same area like we used to be. I think it's, it's, it appalls me. Like I've never right. I've gone around cops and I've talked to them. I've shook their hand. I've thanked them. I've I've sat there with cops and I've never felt any threat. I walk around down today. Guess what? I walk around in the white community. Guess what? I don't have to lock my door. I don't have to You're be scared about it. You at the White House. You tell us about the White House. Yeah, I was at the White House. And, and, and thinking about that, you know the the um, the um, the um, the um, you know, I was walking around the White House, and it was just so freeing that there was one day that you couldn't, you know, as a slave, you know, go up there. And it wasn't really a thing to go up there. And now I can. I'm literally – listen to this. This was crazy. I'm literally walking around in the White House, touching the same doors that slaves, you know, couldn't touch at a certain time, touching the same doors, walking around the same house freely. It was a bunch of white people there, too. Guess what? Guess the kicker of that? They didn't call me. They didn't call me nigger. They didn't call me sambo. They didn't call me anything. The only violence I ever experienced was from the black community. The only ostracization that I faced was from the black community. The only time I have to fear for where I walk and where I go is when I go into the hood. Look at Chicago. A little kid on a just riding a bus. A little child riding a bus gets shot. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That doesn't happen in the white community. That happens in the black community. So the only people we got to be scared of is not the white people. We have to be scared of people in our own community. I get to walk around Washington, D.C., may I add, with a bunch of cops and um, the Secret Service walking around with, here's, here's the kicker, AR-15s. Guess who's going to try them? But with, Nobody's going to try them because they got AR-15s on them. But that's besides the point. Um yeah, but I get to walk around Washington, D.C. free, and guess what I had? I had my Make America Great Again hat on. That's what's funny about it. And I get, you know, the, the, the looks that I get from the black community, you know, black people are like, oh, why is this Negro wearing this hat? Why is this Negro? But I never have been called anything uh, wrong. I've never. 
in my I'm telling you, this is why I'm so hyped about this. In my twenty two years of living, I've never been called the N-word. I've never been arrested. I have no criminal record. I've always been good in school. I've been to college. I did things that I wanted to do. I've been to jobs, and I never have faced racism a day in my life because I, like Candace Owens says, I am an overly privileged American, and I am a free right. American, and I am right. free to be black as what I am today. Right. Amazing. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Well said, Johnny. Well said. I want you guys. I want to talk to you about a lot of things. So there's a lot of things I want to get to. Um, the big thing that happened today that uh, Trump Trump ended Obama's war on religious liberty, which is huge. Um, you know th- this has allowed so many different um, you know charities and, and different great things to. They, I mean this is this has opened so many doors. Because um, as you guys know, Obama put a strong war on religious liberties, and you know there were a lot of um, restrictions and just different things that he put on that prevented a lot of religious organizations from doing business. You know, pro, you know, do, you know, doing good things for the community. Um, you know, certain things because it didn't necessarily match up with the left, uh, you know, narrative. And, uh, you know, you know what I mean. But this Trump put this back into place today. Um, and there was a big article. Um, I have it right here, according to a new report. I'm going to pull it up real quick. And this is, this is amazing. You guys got to hear this. Um, where is it? Where is it? Okay, right here. Um, Trump's promotion of religious liberty has enabled charities and other groups to provide health care and social services to 13.7 million people, according to a new report. Amazing. 13.7 million people. Well, you got to remember, Obama absolutely uh, uh, declared war on Christianity. Remember, under Obamacare, Obama made it so that when churches you know, gave to their employees, they have to pay for abortions, you know, whatever, stuff like that. That is, that, that is, that violates religious liberty. And Trump has repealed that. He's repealed all that from the Obamacare uh, order. So Trump has, and he's repealed the Johnson Amendment too. And look what Obama did with the IRS, okay? Everyone says, oh, Obama didn't know about it. Bull crap. Obama totally knew about the IRS targeting conservative um conservative um you know you know unions conservative groups and churches churches that tried to go tax exempt okay but the irs under obama made it so they had to pay taxes when uh, when uh, mosques and temples didn't have to so trump is doing a very good job repealing all this crap that obama put on to the uh, american the uh, american christians Absolutely, 100%. 100%. Gianni, you want to respond? Um, I I would say, uh, you know, it's just I, I'm just glad, you know, that Trump is doing what he's doing, you know, with the respect of Christianity. And I like what he told, I think yeah. it was the Nigerian um, president when he said that uh, if you don't protect Christians, basically we will, you know, over there that's getting, yeah. you know, killed. 
And I really think it's a new day in America. I mean, like, it's just like, it's, it, you know, sometimes I, I lay down and I wake in the morning and first I think Donald Trump is the president of the United States and Republican. Yeah. Like, I'm, it still blows my, it still blows my mind. I'm like, what? Donald Trump is president? I would never think this back in the day, you know? And number two is yeah. just the way that Christianity is being respected now. And, you know, and Christianity is uh, so hyped now, you know, and it just, I, right. I just think it's great that we're bringing um, that faith that was lost, you know, back into the American life. You know, I actually feel like we're going, making America great again, you know. And I know you have, yeah. you know, slavery and you have Jim Crow and all this, but that's not the point. The point was there was an America uh, where everybody fought to progress, Everybody fought yes. for rights. Everybody fought for new things. Everybody fought for new inventions. And that is what made America great. And I feel like Donald Trump is bringing that back, especially with the Christianity. You know, we're bringing back that moral compass, you know, in America again. Uh, what I just want to oh, add to what Gianni – let me just add real quick to what Gianni said. What Donald Trump has brought back more than Christianity and all of the, that excellent stuff is he's brought back – being proud of your country. He's brought back nationalism, loving America, loving our flag, respecting the national anthem. That is that is patriotism. Trump is a patriot, man. No other president would ever would ever no other president has ever loved America as clearly and as as magnificently, seriously, as Trump does. Like he loves this country. Yeah. Oh, he really does. You know, it's unreal. It's like I'm gonna tell you this. I can't wait you know, 30, 40 years, you know, when I'm like, you know, an old man and I'm, and I have my make America great again, ad and my grandchildren ask, Hey, uh, granddad, what is that? Ad? What is the, I, and I'll be able to tell them I was there when we got America back. I was there when right. Donald Trump black people off the plantation. I was there when I saw America change for the good. I was there when, uh, the, the socialism agenda was destroyed. I was there in history. I was a part of it. I voted. And I can tell him that the reason why you're so prosperous today is because of a man named Donald Trump who ran for president and us uh, um, us patriotic Americans that said, we're not taking anymore. We're going to fight for our country. And it came back. And I can't wait for that day to tell my grandchildren and you know, Hell yeah. people – and I can't wait. And I think that's what makes me so emotional about it. You know, it's just like that is what Donald Trump just loves his country so much. Every person is saying that Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani, came out and said that this is our this is his best president since memory. And it is because he's actually doing what he's saying. He's not doing the opposite of what he says on the campaign trail. So I just think it's a great thing. Oh, one hundred percent, without without a doubt. Um. You know, it's it, it's it, it, it is it, it truly is, and and Christianity, uh, you know, has came back like never before. Um, you know, it, it's it, it's more powerful now than it than it's ever been, and uh, it's it's remarkable. It's remarkable to watch. It really is. It's a beautiful thing that we have. You know. President Trump back in office. I mean, President Trump in office, and, we, and this president has given more attention to Christianity 
than any past president ever. I mean, it's. I mean, we we we've really seen it, and even uh, Franklin Graham said the same thing. There's no question. There's no question. Uh, Everybody thought Ted Cruz was going to be the big, you know, he was going to get the evangelical vote. Donald Trump got 89% of the evangelical vote because real, not real, but most Christians looked at him and said, you know what? He's obviously a Christian. They've seen him pray and everything, but they know he's a real person and he's not a phony and he's not a fraud. Right. Yeah. Right, one 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 hundred percent, without without a doubt, there, there's no there's no doubt about it. And you look at all the praise Trump gets from the evangelicals, and it it's it's remarkable. I mean, Trump has the highest evangelical approval rating uh, out of any. I think he set the record for any president. I think it's seventy five percent is what I last read. No, I think it's 80, bro. Well, yeah, it might be up there now. Wow. Yeah. It, um, you know, it's one of those things um, where it's, um, yeah, it, 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 it's, um, it's remarkable to watch. Because we saw Obama for years, um, you know, say that, you know, he um, just about Christianity and, uh, you know, just how he was, he, he never gave it the time of day. You know, it was all about Muslim praising, uh, you know, all this nonsense. I mean, you know, and he said right. this is not a Christian nation. Remember when Obama said this is not a Christian nation? I mean, just all that stupid stuff that he, uh, you know, just the gibberish that he that, he, that would come out of his mouth. Um you know, and and, the, and he would shit on Christians. He would never praise us, Obama. I mean, he, are you he, kidding? He, all he, he did, was, all he did, was coddle Muslims. That's right. When he was, when um, ISIS did a big attack, one of the yeah. first things he said was, "Look, Christianity is a good religion too, just like Islam. But remember the Crusades. Yeah. The Crusades." Yeah. What do you mean? Hundred thousand years ago? <laughs> now you got you guys. I wanna I wanna move on to something really important. New breaking report out came out today. Israeli Prime Minister shows proof that the Iran nuke deal was a scam all along. But we knew that when Obama signed it. But there is now factual evidence. So in Obama's camp, administration of course is denying it. Um, you know, they're, they're not going to take any responsibility. And they're saying they didn't know that Iran had already been developing and at a, a huge stage of how they had nuclear weapons, and they were just getting more money to expand their base. So it, it, it's a disgrace. Well, not only that, not only that, but Obama administration, the Obama administration would say, oh, See, they don't have nuclear weapons. We're just trying to prevent them from having nuclear weapons. We can't find. We don't. We don't know where they are. But then the uh, Israel Bibi Netanyahu held up a map, and guess what? Iran just moved their nuclear sites, and the Obama administration was either too incompetent to find that out, or they didn't care. And that's right. bad. That's bad. That means they're either evil, or they're either stupid. And I think. 
nobody could be that stupid. Because when you make a nuclear deal with another country for that much money, why you would give them a penny is beyond me. But when you make that kind of major deal, when you have the Secretary of State, the DOJ, everyone involved, you don't know that Iran moved its nuclear sites. You just think they stopped doing it because you negotiated with them. This is the weakest president in American history. He's a Marxist. He doesn't love this country. And Barack Obama, it is a damn shame he ever became the president. And I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Oh, he's a disgrace. I mean, it's the bi- he'll go down as the biggest con, the biggest scam in political history. Worst president by far. He makes Carter look like a saint. And Jimmy he makes Carter Jimmy was Carter. He makes Jimmy Carter sleep comfortably at night for the first time in 30 years. Jesus Christ, yeah, um, but yeah, it, it, it's a it's, it's a disgrace. Um, you know what? I wanna um, I wanna mention this is huge. Uh, North Korea uh, announced today that they are releasing. Um, well, well, going back to this Iran nuke deal real quick. We, we're on a time frame, but um, this Iran nuke deal. Uh, you know, uh, this is. Um, this is a scam all along. Trump's going to get us out of it. It's not going to be an issue. Iran knows better than to mess with us. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not too worried about it. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that I think will be taken care of. But, you know, shit, you know, there's a lot that we can't get back, like the money. But, uh, you know, the, I can't believe Obama gave. It's three hundred and fifty billion, would it be, uh, dollars? Uh, it's it's absurd. But this brings back the this brings back my 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 first point. For a for a president to do that, you must either yeah. be incompetent or you must be on the other side. Yeah. Oh, of course. Okay? No of course. one is that stupid to of give course. that much money to a terrorist oh, organization. Yeah. Oh. That burns our flag, chants death to America, death to Israel. Right. right. Okay? No one would give anyone that money unless they were insanely stupid or yeah, maybe not really on our team. You be the judge. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is a serious deal that this Obama administration made, and it's a disgrace, and it's the worst deal in American history. And after this news that, that Israel gave us, you can bet your ass Trump is going to, to rip that deal in half. I don't know if he'll make a new deal or if he'll just threaten them and be, you know, whatever, whatever way he goes, I'll be cool with because Trump doesn't draw red lines and then not cross them like Obama does. So I don't know how he's going to play it, but I can guarantee you after this information came out that the Obama administration knew that they were building nuclear weapons and they didn't even know where they moved their nuclear sites. They just thought that they just said that they stopped building them. Because they negotiated yeah. with them? Yeah, yeah, okay. In your dreams, no one believes that. And President, yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's a whole, the whole thing. And the fact that the Democratic sheep believe it, I mean, it just, it, it, they're, they're ridiculous. Sorry, they're um, still, the Democrats are still trying to convince us it's a good deal. I saw this clip on CNN. This lady's like, the, the, the Iran yeah. deal is really what's keeping us safe. Oh, kiss my ass. Jeez. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now, you know, here's another thing. What about another story out today, which is big? You know, North Korea releasing three prisoners, American prisoners, per President Trump's request. So Kim Jong-un 
is sucking up to President Trump and basically bowing down and doing whatever, you know, uh, he wants to be on good terms with President Trump, which makes a lot, it's the logical thing to do because Kim Jong-un knows he'll be blown away if he messes with Trump. And, and why is that? Because for the first time, I say this all the time, for the first time yeah. in history, Our countries are North, Korea, North Korea is scared of the president of the United States. Yeah. And yep. Donald Trump's yep. unpredictability, his unpredictability and strength has turned all our allies, I mean all our enemies, on their face. And they don't know what Trump's going to do. He talks tough. He tweets about him. Then he, then, he, then he sends Navy ships to Korea. I mean, Trump is unpredictable. And remember in the campaign, he always said, you can make fun of me if you think I don't have a plan. I'm just unpredictable. I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do. And Kim Jong-un, for the first time, respects the United States because he's scared out of his ass of this president. He wasn't scared of Barack Obama. He took advantage of him. And he wasn't scared of George Bush. But he's scared right. of Donald Trump. Take that to the bank. And he's going to do whatever Trump asks right. him. I promise you that. Right, and look look what he just did with – he just made peace with South Korea because of Trump, and Trump is going to get the Nobel Peace Prize, and he better he get the Nobel Peace Prize. Obama got the Nobel Peace Prize for doing nothing. So, I mean, Trump <laughs> got North Korea and South Korea to shake hands and be on good terms for the first time since the Korean War. Think about that, everyone. Think about that. <laughs> no, I like – go ahead, bro. I was going to say – like Donald Trump said, he said, we're going to win so much that you're going to be tired of winning. So tired and of winning. I'm tired of truth. I'm actually tired of, like, I'm I'm sick of waking up every morning something good is happening. about. It's like, how is this yeah. going to be possible? Like, how is this possible? Like, I think about the whole North Korea thing, and he's like, North Korea, yeah. Trump is like, hey, release the uh, yeah. prison, the American prison inmates. Oh, okay, let's put him in a hotel. We're going to release them. I'm like, how is this possible? And that's what I'm and, sitting back, and I'm like, it blows my Like, I want it to happen, but I'm just shocked that it's happening at the rate. And it's, he's only been in there for, like, two years. And he has nine, four more years, I believe. I'm like, dude, like, how is this possible? He's only been in there for, like, two years, and he's getting so much done for every community, yeah. every American for the nation with foreign policy and everything. And I'm just like, I can't wait until um, 2024 when after everything is done. It's going to be a totally different America. We're not going to notice it. We're going to get tired and tired of winning in the future. And, <laughs> just and, remember. And you, go ahead. Yeah. I was just saying, just remember, Barack Obama and George Bush both tried to get those prisoners freed. They didn't try very hard, but they did try, but they couldn't get them. Trump made a phone call right. and they got him. You know why? Because yeah. Trump sent Trump sent uh, uh, navy ships there. Trump put uh, sanctions on them. Trump pressured China to stop selling coal to them and 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 trading with them because Trump is tough and it's amazing, man. Yeah. It, it truly it, it truly is. We have about five minutes left. I want a couple more topics. We really need to get to real quick though. Even the South Korean president, uh, President Moon, has even said Trump. Need deserves the Nobel Peace Prize for what he's done uh, between, he's not. Uh, you know, it, it, it's amazing. And, you know, obviously that drives liberals nuts seeing stuff like that. Um, you know, what's really bothering me 
and, and this needs to be brought up. Um, now Robert Mueller uh, is suggesting a subpoena that could get Trump before a grand jury. I don't think that's ever going to happen. But Mueller is hinting at all this stuff. And then Mueller questions to the New York Times uh, yesterday or the day before uh, basically what he wants to ask Trump. And we all know it's a trap. We all know all Mueller wants to do is have Trump say one slightly wrong or mis, uh, uh, misre- you know, uh, misinterpret what he says or put words in his mouth. We know this is a trap, and Trump's right. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Zillow. Mueller, Mueller, Mueller is for the first time, I, I think. Well, I'll tell you this right now: the leaking, the leaking is a real problem. Like that's a real problem that Trump has to deal with. I mean, Trump can't stop. Can't Trump can't catch a break with these leaks? Okay, mm-hmm. Mueller's leaking, Rosenstein's leaking, McCabe leaked, Comey leaked. Okay, uh, McMaster leaked. All these people leaked. I mean, these are crimes. Mueller, James Clapper. He leaked. The James Clapper was one of the first people to leak the fake Russia dossier just to get yes. um, uh, news coverage. Yes, absolutely right. And this leaking is a real problem. But here's the problem for Mueller. I would think at this point, over a year and a month that most Americans are getting tired of this investigation because nothing's happening, okay? Right. Nothing's happening. At the end of the day, he can break into Michael Cohen's office, Trump's uh, personal lawyer, but at the end of the day, if nothing's happening, if there's no collusion and Trump is still president, nothing's happening, most people are going to say, you know what, enough with this. Just beat the guy at the polls. Even the Democrats are going to start saying, forget this investigation. This is out of control, but Mueller should be worried. Because Giuliani ain't playing games. Nope, nope. Giuliani's taking care of business, exactly. And it's the same – Mueller, it's a total witch hunt. It's the same sort of thing with um, Stormy Daniels, who just came out with a lawsuit today for defamation of Trump saying something to her on Twitter. I mean, that's how you know Stormy (laughs) Daniels is desperate, and she has absolutely nothing worthy. And that lawyer of hers, is a he's a wimp. That guy's a – what a weasel. Guy acts like a tough guy. I'd love to see that guy oh, in person, see how tough he is. Oh, he's a leftist little prick. I can't stand her. Every, every time that his lawyer, her lawyer speaks, oh, my God, my, my blood pressure goes through the roof. I need to sit down. Yeah, I we got some more information on Mr. Trump. He's going he's gonna to be sorry very soon. <laughs> Shut up. That guy's such a little wimp. I can't. Michael, Michael Ivante, whatever the hell is Michael Ivante, something, some weird yeah. last name. I don't yeah. know. But, you know. Uh, but, look, he's a, Daniels has Stormy Daniels is getting a little old in age for porn, so when the porn money starts stops drying up, she's still got to make a living. So you know, this is what right. she's trying to do. She's, yeah, she's not in her prime she's, anymore. She's not a prime porn star anymore. No, it's desperation. There's desperation mode. It's desperation mode. And real quick, and uh, real this. Hey, you go ahead. No, just real quick. By the way, she said that Trump is is denigrating her and embarrassing her. No, you're a stripper, an adult entertainer, and a porn star, Stormy. You've been denigrating yourself and embarrassing yourself for your whole damn life. You're a porn star. You sleep with men for money, you rat. So stop talking about Trump embarrassing you. You embarrass your whole, your, yourself your whole damn life. Takes loads on her face for a living. Um, but anyway, <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing. 
But, you know, we, we only got a few seconds. But real quick, this will make everybody laugh before we go. Nancy Pelosi announced she will run for Speaker of the House. So, oh, God, we can't uh, wait for this. Uh, Stretch face <laughs> Pelosi. Stretch face oh my Pelosi. God. Now, that's pretty hilarious. Now, sit, now sleep on that, guys. Now, that's funny. We do got to go in a second. A, a couple announcements. Trump will speak at the NRA convention. I'm very happy about that. Um, and the Freedom Caucus has draft articles of impeachment against Deputy AG Rod Rosenstein. So there's a lot of good stuff going on heating up. We are out of time, but we are all going to get back on the show tomorrow. Gianni. Mike Zolo, you'll be on tomorrow, right, both of you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because there's tons of clips, tons of articles, uh, and and uh, topics we didn't get to today that we will get to tomorrow, guys. I want to thank you both for coming on. Like always, my co-hosts, you guys are the best. Um, and I want to thank all of my audience for tuning in tonight. Um, God bless you all. Thanks for tuning in to the Rory Sodder Show. Um, you know, it's been a pleasure being with you. We will see you all tomorrow night. Cheers, everybody.